Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, it's 7.45 here on SENZ. And, well, Triple C, Henry Sawaldo makes his return to the UFC after a three-year break from the sport as he takes on a dominant bantamweight um, champion, Aljamain Sterling. Gilbert Burns is also back in the octagon, but opposite Sawaldo, who Gilbert fought only a month ago. Gilbert takes on Bilal Muhammad to prove who's next in line for the next shot at the welterweight strap. And UFC 288 is stacked from top to bottom and I'm sure New Jersey is for an absolute banger night. So uh, we've got, asked Ravinda Hanuia, who's a Sky Sports MMA guru, to come on with us this morning. Morena, Rav, kete piakwe. Morena, ai kete Oh, nice. It's good to uh, hear your voice again. Such an awesome undercard Dana's put together um, here for us to look at, look at. What's on and one of the pr- uh, premier fights you're looking forward to? Well, for USC 288 in general, obviously Henry Cejudo's comeback is the uh, the premier event right there. And um, uh, I actually got to speak to Henry Cejudo um, this week uh, on Fight Week. And um, yeah, he was nice. in full character mode with uh, muscles up in the air and um, letting everyone know that, you know, he's the triple C and <laughs> and that he's coming back for that bantamweight title. But, you know, it's going to be a very interesting fight at the same time. Three years, three years out of the fight game. Is that going to affect them? Yeah, I think it will. And I actually had an interesting conversation with Dan Hooker about that fact um, yesterday because, you know, while he's been out for that three years, he has been active. He's been training um, champions who have come and gone through the UFC in that three years. So he hasn't been, you know, doing nothing. But at the same time, competing is a very different story. And he was competing at, you know, the very highest level, defending two bouts at the time. But when you come away from the octagon, you know, the sport can, you know, you run the risk of the sport evolving without you. Um, and the sport of mixed martial arts does evolve very quickly. So to come in and face a fighter like Al Jermaine Sterling, who's been improving with every fight, will be a tall task for him. Do you think the uh, the work that he's done with John Jones recently, um, you know, that three years out, he's not bad on the ground, but it, does it end up a striking match? Yeah, quite possibly. Quite possibly. Um, Henry Cejudo's strength is obviously his wrestling. His gold medal from the 2008 Beijing uh, Olympics proves that. But um, he has been strong on his feet as well. We saw that in his title fights um, against, you know, some of the best in the world, and one of them being um, Mighty Mouse, Demetrius Johnson, and, and that victory. But again, you know, that was a long time ago. So to say, you know, that his striking is, is sharp now compared to them, we just don't know because he hasn't been around. But I think the one thing that he can take away, you know, from the likes of working with the John Jones is getting that championship mentality. He's not calling himself a fighter right now. He's calling himself a competitor and a winner. So coming with the mindset is the first phase of being a champion, and he's definitely got that in spades right now. 
Uh, when we look at the other fights, do you think the winner of Burns Muhammad fight will get the next chance at welter at the welterweight bout, or do you think Kobe Colbinson might still get it? You know what? I think that depends on the UFC. You know, <laughs> like, do they want to see Colby Covington come in because you know he's such a character as well? And I think that um, decision will come down to who can sell the most pay per views because when you think of um, Bilal Muhammad and Gilbert Burns, you know, they're, they're like fan favourites, they're nice guys and things like that, but Colby Covington comes as, as the heel, as the villain, so it depends, you know, where that card is in America as well, if it's in a Republican state, you know, you'd be silly to not go with a fighter like Colby Covington, you know, to get that fanfare, but when you talk about who deserves that fight, absolutely the winner of Bilal Muhammad and Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns, um, as you mentioned, um, Kempi, in the, in the intro, he just fought a month ago against um, Jorge Masvidal, he got that win, he, he he deserves a shot if he wins this fight, but Bilal Muhammad, he's coming off, you know, a four-fight winning streak. This will be his fifth if he can pull it off. So, on paper, yes, they deserve the shot, but does the UFC and the fans want to see that? That's another question. Hey, what, so Rev, what do you make <laughs> about that? You know, the, the WWE, the UFC coming together, is it more about, is it, are we heading down that track where it's more about entertainment and what the fighters bring um, along with them rather than watching what the real fight should be? Yeah, absolutely. It comes down to, you know, the persona. And that's what happens when you're running fight cards um, based on selling pay-per-views. You're selling stories, you're selling characters, you're selling, you know, fan favourites. And uh, it's up to the fans who they want to see and, and the drama that they bring. Unfortunately, um, people love drama, they love the adversity, and they love to, to see the good guy versus the bad guy. And sometimes the bad guy, you know, prevails. I think a lot of it kind of, you know, has to do with American politics, how these you know, there's, you know, the Trump era of, you know, giving people nicknames and, and, and mocking people <laughs> and, you know, having this game face on at all times, no matter what you're doing, has really contributed to that mentality within the UFC. Um, and we see Donald Trump at the UFC events now, yeah. so that's speaking volumes <laughs> as well. So, <laughs> Someone that bleeds drama is Conor McGregor. He's having <laughs> stabs at the WWE yesterday on Twitter. I don't know what he's up to. He's drinking proper whiskey, and Chandler's actually training. Like, is this going to be a serious fight once it happens? Is he taking it serious, or are you going to see him getting knocked out? I, I'm not too sure. I'm not, I'm not too sure. I'm I, lost. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I don't know what they're trying to achieve with that. Um, mm. Yeah, it, it's just going to be, you know, yet to be seen. If, I, I have spoken to Michael Chandler a couple of times, and he is, you know, 100% a true competitor, but so is Conor McGregor. And the funny thing about these fighters who put on these personas is if you talk to other UFC fighters about them, they're like, yeah, they're not even like that. They're not even like that in real life. That's not their personality or whatever. They're just trying to get eyes on them, you know, to get those pay-per-view um, fights and to get bums and seats but I think they'll both be super competitive and I just think a lot of the time Conor McGregor does like to play it up but he actually is you know really serious about it oh, I hope so I hope so he's uh, he's, a, he's an interesting character at the moment is my <laughs> old mate Conor McGregor <laughs> we appreciate you coming on Ravinda it's going to be a hell of a fight uh, over the weekend thank you so much and uh, all the best Nam mihi there she is, Ravinda Hunia, talking about that uh, big fight over the weekend, UFC 288. We appreciate her time. We're going to go shoot off and we're going to come back and we've got a few messages that we'll get to before we wrap up there.